0: You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We're here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're gonna give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're gonna hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. So, have you ever been scared of success? Um, I know that might sound crazy, and most people are scared of failing but I honestly think I'm scared of succeeding, which is kind of crazy, but um, I'm going to get super vulnerable in this episode and talk about how I have been scared of success and it is actually holding me back. So when I was growing up, I lived in a pretty low income family and growing up, I never in a million years thought I would make more than like $20 an hour. Um, nobody in my family really went to college. Nobody really had a paying job that was over $20 an hour. My parents combined probably made less than $50,000 a year with five kids. So I never in a million years dreamed that I would be able to do what I'm doing with my business now. um, and to financially support my family in this way, like, never, ever thought that that would happen. So I actually moved out when I was 18 and lived on my own. So that kind of played a part in this too. But essentially, I thought that I would just continue the way that my parents did, right? Like go and work and get a good job that paid $20 an hour and hustle, work like crazy, pay the bills, but barely scrape by. I literally thought that that Is what would happen and um, now I want to preface this with saying like we lived in a low-income family but we were still well off compared to what a lot of people go through so we I mean we still had a roof over our head we still had a car my parents both had jobs like it wasn't anything like that where we were homeless or um, anything like that we we never really worried about food it was not as bad as it could have been right And I know that so many families still struggle with that today, and I'm super grateful that I had the upbringing that I had. But that being said, we did still live in a low-income family, and that, I mean, has kind of carried through just my entire life. So anyways, I moved out when I was 18 to live on my own. I worked two jobs to pay for rent and bills while I was going to school. Um, Honestly, looking back, I have no idea how I did it. I mean, you just make stuff happen, right? But I honestly have no idea how I scraped together rent money every single month. Um, I remember actually one time that I was late for rent and I had to work an extra shift to be able to make it. And I actually got into a car accident on the way there, like I was going to pay and I got in a car accident and I called them and I was like freaking out because I was like, I have the money, but I just got in a car accident. Like now I don't have a car and I had to like split up the money for rent and use part of it to fix my car. And then I had to work like four shifts, like four full shifts as a server um, to try to make the tips to pay for both of those things, right? So I even struggled with this low-income thing right when I moved into my own apartment, right when I was out of school. And I worked my butt off all the time. Pretty much every job that I had, I worked my butt off, right? So I was in hospitality, so I worked in food service forever. I was a server at multiple different restaurants. I was a server at one of the restaurants that got shut down. So then I was out of a job and had to find another one. My most recent company that I worked for that I got fired from before I started my own business, I gave my blood, sweat, and tears to, and lots of blood, sweat and tears, (laughs) like in the most literal sense. So I worked for a catering company. I was doing event planning for them and we did probably 1500 events a year. And it was just crazy. Um, I was a sales coordinator for a long time and then I actually got promoted to sales manager, which really just meant I had more responsibilities to do with what I was doing. Right. (laughs) But, um, blood, sweat, and tears for them. I worked my butt off for them. And I'm super grateful for all of that. I'm super grateful for how I was raised. I'm grateful for my parents and my childhood. I'm grateful for all the hard work that I put into all of those jobs. I'm grateful for being fired from my last company because all of those things made me who I am today, right? So I don't want to like discredit that, but I also Want you to kind of have that background because it kind of lends to the title of this, right? I'm scared of success, which might sound crazy because you might think that if I went through all of those things, and obviously that's just like the quick synopsis version of that, but if I went through all of those things, then I should just want to succeed and get to that point, right? So, why am I scared to succeed after all of that hard work and knowing that I wanted more for myself? Why am I scared to actually? Make progress and move forward. So, I know that I'm in a place of growth in my business every time my confidence dips and I find myself doing random admin projects and avoid being around people and avoid networking and isolate myself and watch Netflix on the couch while I'm working. I know that I'm in a place of growth and transition every time that happens. And 2020 has kind of not helped that in any capacity, right? (laughs) So 2020 has just been crazy. Let's just put it that way, right? So I had a huge financial legal issue that came up at the beginning of the year with a previous client that absolutely killed my confidence. Literally thought I was going to go just go get a job because I was terrible at what I did. And I shouldn't have let somebody else control how I felt about what I do. And honestly, like I was in just a really bad space for a while and I should have just went back to all the clients and students and testimonials and things about how much I've changed so many businesses but for some reason i got stuck in this and i let this person control how i felt about what i was doing and my confidence and all of that right so i was finally able to get back on my feet and i was ready to start serving people and being there and putting out more podcast content putting out more helpful tips and videos and all of that and then covid hit <laughs> so then i just blamed everything on that and i fell back to the well this when this is over I'll go back to doing big things. It's fine. I'm just going to take a break because the whole world's falling apart. It's okay. And when this is over, then I'll do the big stuff. Then I'll go back to doing content. Then I'll go back to serving people. Then I'll go be back to being in front of my audience. Then I'll do it. Right? So this was me also being scared of success because I had just had that really big failure. So I really can tell every time I'm like working from the couch, working crazy hours on admin stuff or backend projects or watching Netflix while I'm working or working on things that just don't matter. I know that I'm in a time of growth and that I'm running from something. Um, so I have to really kind of step back and assess that, (laughs) um, Also, when I see myself changing my goals to make them smaller, I'm being scared of success. I'm like, oh, I'll just make them smaller because it's easier. It's not something that like, oh, that big thing can wait. That big thing can wait for three years. And I mean, I think honestly being scared of success and failure are kind of the same thing because I think I'm scared of succeeding because then what if I then fail after that? but I can always tell when it's happening. And I'm kind of in that time period right now. So when I take on extra projects, extra responsibilities of things that I shouldn't be taking on, when I take on everything so that I feel important, like I start taking on all these things because I'm like, oh, if I do all of these things for people, then I can blame not succeeding on being busy. I can say, oh, I was too busy doing A, B, C, and D. So I didn't get to that goal. Uh, When I keep saying that I'm busy, I can blame it on that, right? I can just get in the spiral of like, oh, I just didn't get to that. That has to wait. When I'm busy, I just, I feel important and I feel occupied, but I'm playing it safe so that I don't have to do the action to get to the big things. Because if I actually took completely focused action toward one thing. And this goes for everybody. If you take completely 100% focused action towards one thing, instead of scattered, busy action towards 10 things, you're going to succeed at the one big thing, right? Because if you actually have laid out that plan, I know myself, if if I have a project plan towards something and I am going to get there, I'm going to knock out those tasks and get it done. So why, when I create the project plan and I have the vision, do I take on 15 other things to keep me busy from that action plan? It's because I'm being scared of success and I'm getting in this spiral of bad mindset and all of that. When you see the Instagram feed and it looks perfect and amazing, they're probably either succeeding and terrified every second of the way or faking it (laughs) like those are typically the two options if you feel like your business is running you and you're always searching for links information or just generally feel disorganized you need my business management templates these templates are made inside of trello but i provide the training on how to move them to asana ClickUp, monday.com and more so steal my exact system that i use to manage all the moving pieces in my online business without letting things slip through the cracks Go to TalkTrelloToMe.com and click on templates to grab yours now for only $27. So once you've acknowledged that you're scared of success and that you're hiding from these big things, what is the best way to get around this? What is the best way to deal with this and actually move forward and still make progress towards those big, scary goals? So what I do is I typically write down the worst case scenario of what could happen. So what are the bad things that happen if I get to this goal, right? So if I get to this goal, what are the bad things that could happen? I could have people say, oh my goodness, like people might not like me if I get to this goal because they are jealous or um, they want that thing and they've been working towards it and they haven't gotten there, but they see me get there. So maybe they won't like me. Maybe I will get the negative comments on my profiles and the people that are trolling and saying bad things and uh, bashing you on the internet, right? Um, maybe I'll lose friends. Maybe I'll lose family <laughs> because I grew up in a family that didn't have this. So maybe when I have this, they won't want to connect with me anymore because they don't have that and they want that, right? Maybe my ego gets too big and the whole thing comes crashing down that I've worked for. (laughs) So like, what are those worst case scenarios that if you succeed and if you get to this goal, what is the worst thing that could happen? And what are the bad things that could happen if you get there? Because then once you write these down and you're like, oh, that's all that can happen. People aren't going to like me. I'm going to get negative comments. I might lose friends. I might lose family. My ego might get too big. Then you can start to look at those and say, okay, cool. I got there. I'm succeeding and some people don't like me. There are other people that are more in alignment with what I'm doing. So if these people don't like me anymore because of what I'm doing and aren't in alignment anymore, maybe I don't want them to like me. Okay, maybe I get some negative comments. What do I do with negative comments? I go through and I dismiss them or I can respond to them and give them my point of view. And if that doesn't work, then delete them or block them. So like, what is the worst thing that could happen and try to flip that? So that you can actually internalize and see that when you're succeeding and when you get to this point, if these bad things happen, you have kind of like a plan of action. I'm a planner, if you couldn't tell. (laughs) So I like to plan for all case scenarios. So also reflecting on why you're scared. Does it connect to anything specific in your past or your childhood? What does it trigger? Like what are the triggers that make those things happen? Maybe that you're scared if you make money, people are going to think of you differently. If you make this money and get to the success that you might lose, the family and the friends, like what's triggering that? That you might actually be able to live your dream life and it might be easier than you thought. Why are you scared of that? So all of these things, I kind of try to internalize and really just reflect on because I, like I said, I can always tell when I'm in this space. Um, Now, I mean, I think it happens all the time, right? Like underlying, I think I have a little bit of scare, like I'm scared of success and failure and all of that. Like it's always there. I think just being a human, right? But I think that when I get in the space of Watching Netflix while I'm working, working crazy hours instead of just my nine to five time frame, um, doing admin projects that I don't need to be doing. Like when I start doing that stuff, I know that there's something going on uh, and that there was something that kind of triggered that. So I always try to kind of like step back, look at it from like the 30,000 foot view. Um, Same thing I do for businesses, right? I want to come into a business and the business owner is typically just too far inside the business to be able to see big picture and kind of see the whole thing working together. It's the same thing when I go through this process. I have to myself step back and look at the bigger picture. Make sure the things I'm doing are in alignment with my goals. Make sure that everything that I'm doing is getting me to that end goal and that big picture thing that I want to do. So it's a lot of self-reflection. It's a lot of mindset work. I have a couple mindset audios that I listen to. When I'm in this space, um, I try to do more podcasts and audiobooks and personal development type of stuff when I'm in this space, because I feel like it kind of gets me out of it faster. But just know that if you have ever been scared of succeeding, (laughs) it's normal, I think. I think most people talk about being scared of failure. Um, I think they go hand in hand, but I think a lot of mine and why I've flipped it to being scared of success is that I had a lot of things in my past in my childhood that... Like, didn't set me up for ever thinking that I could succeed in this way. So, I think that's why I'm so scared of it. But, like I said, go through, write down those worst case scenarios, the bad things that could happen, why you're feeling scared about anything really, and what's triggering that so that you can connect the dots and try to proactively fix these things before they bring you down too far. So, take the time, feel scared, but do it anyway right? They say, be scared and do it anyway. Most of the people on Instagram that look like they're succeeding and have this big success and they're influencers and things like that, most likely they're succeeding, but they're terrified every second of the way and they just keep pushing through it. So be scared and do it anyway. That's the motto of the day. And hopefully my story was helpful for you. And if you're feeling this way and just want somebody to chat with, because sometimes being business owners and especially in the online space can be isolating. So um, just know that there are other people that are going through the same stuff with you. And if I can ever help, let me know. So uh, be sure to leave us a review if this is helpful for you or share it with a biz bestie because we're always looking to get the process for profit show out to as many people as possible so that they can go in and transform their business and their business strategy and their operations so they're able to make a bigger impact doing what they started their business for. So. Um, check us out processforprofit.co forward slash podcast for our other episodes. We have some pretty awesome guests coming up here. And as always, if you have questions or um, suggestions for people you'd like on the show, shoot us an email at hello at processforprofit.co and we will see you next time.